1: Your weekend, everybody. It is time for the odds couple, presented by Prop Swap. With Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. And what a weekend we have. Week two of college, week one in the NFL. And things started with the bang last night. The Bears are in prime time in week one. And it also happens to be my partner's birthday. Mike North, happy birthday. You and Sylvie sharing a birthday. Sylvie yes. turns 50 today. How old are you today, Mikey?
2: I'm sixty-nine.
1: Sixty-nine.
2: Exactly. God bless. Uh and you know, I know everybody makes cracks about that number. I uh, you know <laughs> like Gronk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, the whole ball of wax. I you know, I'm not gonna say I never tried it, but it's not a favorite. <laughs> Bottom line. So all I'm saying, I'm happy to be sixty-nine. It's sort of like the comedian. <laughs> That comes on before Elvis, you know. Seventy yeah, right. is Elvis, right? Uh, so you know what? This is like uh, an intermediate. This is the one where the kid runs between the two parked cars, and you hope to make it across the street. Seventy is the uh, seventy is the granddaddy yeah. of them all. No doubt about it.
1: Well, I love that it uh, your birthday is on a Friday, going into oh. a big weekend of football. It's fabulous. Um, you know, the, the, last night it couldn't have been any better, Mike. It was entertaining. When I saw that line keep going up and up, everybody's on Tom Brady and the Bucks. Oh, it's ring night. And, oh, they're going to crush him. And it goes from eight to eight and a half to nine to nine and a half. I said, this is too good to be true. I, I got to go the other way. So, I'm glad I grabbed a piece of the Cowboys at nine and a half. It was a very fun game last
2: yeah, night. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, to me, I had no read. So, I sat the game out, basically, which I can do with Tom Brady. Uh oh, and and Dak Prescott. It was a heck of a show. I don't want to hear how you need a running game <laughs> right. at least temporarily, <laughs> right? Because nobody ran worth a damn. You know, Zeke Elliott, as usual. I mean, lately, so to speak, uh, couldn't get it done. But you know, Dak Prescott went on his arm. I heard somebody today on the NFL Network uh, say, "Boy, you know, my my projection for MVP, Dak Prescott." Uh, he got off to a good start last night. Don't confuse activity for accomplishment. Tom Brady shouldn't have had any interceptions. He had, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Fournette's got to catch the ball. Yeah, I would agree. Bottom line is, Brady once again, four, four TDs, and you got Gronk with two catches, uh, big catches in this game. So, it, it's an entertaining game, but it was all passing. It really was. There was nothing that was mysterious about the game, uh, I think. Never thought that, even though Tampa had to come back, I never thought they're going to lose that game.
1: I know. Did Cr- you? No. I mean, you just, when he, when he, but had if you all had the all that money, you have Oh, my God. That's true. He had all that time left. You're like, ah, he's, he's going to go right down. They'll get a few He had like 48
2: or 49 of those uh, last uh, minute winning drives. I mean,
1: he's unbelievable, you know? He's but it, it was fun, and you're right about the running game. I mean, sixty some points was Come what sixty on. points in the game. Nobody could run the ball. Well, either.
2: because defense now is so easy with the passing game involved. You got three, four guys out there. I remember. I mean, here we're talking about my birthday. I remember when Johnny Morse was a running back before the flanker position was even invented, yeah, right. which was the third receiver back in the day. Hmm. So I mean, now they got receivers. I mean, you got empty sets.
1: I know, most of the time.
2: Empty sets, <laughs> they're not even trying to fool you anymore.
1: Yeah, I know, everybody's so, a nickel and dime all game. Absolutely. So, so the Bears play in prime time uh, in week one here. They've got the second to five, uh, second to last game of the weekend. It'll be Sunday night football against the Rams at that beautiful new stadium. Sean McVay is 4-0 and oh, straight up and against the spread in season openers. How about that? And his Rams offenses have come out blazing, Mike. They averaged 32.3 points per game in week one under McVay, and this line has gone out north of a touchdown now for just the second time under Matt Nagy. The Bears are getting more than seven. They're getting seven and a half points Sunday night. My betting
2: is all about discipline. I've talked about this. We've talked about it, you and I, carb. Bottom line is I'm going to sit this one out, hope the Bears uh, show up. I I think for any Bear fan that wants to see Dalton do bad uh, so, so you can get your preconceived wish of getting another guy in, it may not even be Fields, you're nuts, you want you want the bears to win you want them to be uh, you know on the right page here at least starting things out but don't tell me you're a bear fan you want to see them lose because they're not starting your quarterback you've been in quarterback roulette. Uh, three, four different times, and you haven't fared well. Jeez. So let's see what happens.
1: 20 times, it feels like. You right. Know? I mean, it's been the story of our lives. And everybody, oh,
2: me. Glennon's this, and then yeah. Voles is this, and then this guy's that, and this guy's this. Hey, you know what? Let's see what happens. Let's hope for the best. I mean, I know it's going to be a tough ball game, but you know the Rams can't be beat. And Matthew Stafford, to me, once again, give me the big games he's ever won. He's under more pressure now than he was ever under yeah. in Detroit.
1: I would agree. Well, I mean, what they go to the playoffs twice with Stafford, That's is it. That
2: right? I think two times. All they, of and a they sudden, lost now both games
1: is a wild card. Yeah,
2: he could have played in Detroit forever. Uh, you know, got his you know uh, close to five hundred record. Uh, you know what? This is a different ball game for him. Uh, do you have a whole organization resting on his shoulders? Let's see yeah. what he'll do.
1: Yeah, I know. It's like you're the hunted now, you know, which is, it's not a familiar spot really. And
2: Mitch Trubisky, once again, I, I and I don't beat a dead horse here, but I got to, you know. <laughs> you love it. I mean, in the next sense, I don't think he lost to Stafford. Uh, I, I, I don't think he did. Well, who's no. – uh, I think they lo- they blew that game against the Lions right. Right last year. They last they year. were one in nine between a yeah. uh, one in ten between Minnesota and Detroit. Trubisky was right. one in nine, one in ten. So so yeah, you're right, Carm. I think one. the Bear the, Stanford beat the Bears one time in the last six outings. I, I think
1: something. that's right. Under Nagy, I think Nagy only lost yes. it once, and it was and you know the Bears offense did enough that day. The defense choked late. Remember? Absolutely, they did. Yeah, that was the problem with that game last year when they lost it late. So
2: Stanford couldn't beat. Our guy Mitch and couldn't beat Nagy, okay. But he's going to go out to Los Angeles now and carry the weight of the world on his shoulders. We'll see.
1: You think all three, uh, all four teams, excuse me, uh, in that conference, uh, that uh, division, excuse me, might have a shot at the playoffs? What do you think of the uh, NFC West? That's going to be a good division.
2: Absolutely. I, first of all, though, I don't think San Francisco. I I I really believe this, and I'm sure we'll talk with Luke in a little bit about this, Luke Pergande from Prop Swap, because I'm thinking about betting the under in San Francisco. Now mm. that doesn't mean, hey, look, ten and seven. Are, you know, the the, the over under for them is ten and a half. And a half. I just them. can't see them winning eleven games. I just think Garoppolo's always a question mark. Um, I I know that Shanahan is the beat all end all. That's what they say. But you're right, Carm. That's one of those divisions yeah, good. where you can't guarantee any game, basically. I know. That it's, you're going to
1: win. It's good. Uh, speaking of Garoppolo, I mean, I think you hit it on the head. Can he play? Can he stay healthy? With the two of them together, the results have been phenomenal. Kyle Shanahan, with Jimmy G as his starter, yep. is 24 24- in nine, with mm-hmm. every other quarterback as a head coach, Shanahan, seven and 27. I mean, you talk about dramatic split. Jimmy G is also 3-0 and in head-to-head matchups with Jared Goff because they're former division well, I'm not opponents.
3: Betting
2: against the under, I'm not betting the under because I don't believe in Jimmy G. I'm betting the under because I don't believe in Jimmy G's health. I, agree, I
1: totally agree with you. you that, know? That's it. Like You're making a bet, basically. That's what I'm doing. Right. On, and the trend will tell you that he can't stay healthy for the full season. I think that's 100% it. If and
2: even if he does, they got to win 11.
1: Yeah, and that's a lot of games. I mean, you're right. I they... mean, if
2: it was 10, do I think differently?
1: Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I see what you're
2: saying. I yeah. mean, man, you go 10 and 7. Now, that's remember. Uh, that's with the 17-game the, the schedule here. That's still pretty good.
1: It'd be be very good, yeah.
2: In that division.
1: You got to – if he can stay healthy, they got a shot at it. But if you think that it's going to follow a similar path, then I see exactly And there's
2: always somebody that's projected to do well every year. We know this. We see it happen every single year that somebody's projected to do well, and they just don't do as well as everybody thought, and that might be them.
1: Always. There's always that team, and there's there's always the team that comes out of nowhere. My my little sleeper, dark horse pick – and it's maybe somewhat of a reach, but I played the – The over win total for the Atlanta Falcons at seven and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they're a team that will maybe surprise some people this year and be better, a lot better than they were with just four wins last year. You know what
2: sucks? If you lose one game, you start panicking. Like How many people took, and I didn't take it. I liked it. But if I took Dallas over nine, I'm going, you already got a loss, but there's still, now you got the actual 16 games you used to get. I know.
1: But and I they mean, were you're so close, going, oh my God! And, and they were so close last night, Mike. You're like, oh my right. God, if they get this one against Tampa, that's huge right.
2: for my win total, you know. And it's and like, now oh. you lose it, and now you're thinking, uh oh, what am I going to do here, you know? So I, I I just think that totals are tricky, but. Man, San Francisco, like you said, Carm. I mean, you made a, what people would think is outlandish statement, but really, you have four teams that could oh yeah make noise.
1: That and that's why the, that's an interesting wager, and because like the the division is so hard. You know, a lot of times when you're betting these win totals over under, I think looking at the division is key because of. Uh, the frequency in which you're playing in your division and, and the you're schedule playing really good teams. Yeah. Look at right. a bear
2: schedule. They got one of the oh, toughest tough. schedules in it's, football. It's tough, Mike. It's very tough to go over to yeah. seven and a half because they got a different quarterback. Yeah. They got a different coordinator on defense this year. Um you know, they got a different backup. Tough they schedule. They got a rookie. Yeah. Tough schedule.
1: All good points. Absolutely Come on. right. I know. That's why I pegged the Bears at 7 and 10. You're right. Oh, they're, and you know how many people under.
2: I've heard say that? Now, maybe they surprised. See, this all changes if Dalton has a great game and they win. Yeah, we'll feel different on Monday, and then well, because the Rams yeah. got what two guys we really got to worry about. You got on defense, you got the big guy Donald. You got Donald and
1: Jenkins are the two that you uh, are not Ramsey, Jenkins, right? Ramsey, You got Ramsey me. in the back. Yeah, you got Ramsey and you got Donald are the two you That's really it. worry about. Leonard Floyd, you know, is was good for them last year, and I, I'm sure he's motivated to play against the Bears. But you're right; it's like those two big ones that you really worry. Well,
2: it's about. not like like I've, I I don't know if I said it on this show last week. I've I've been doing a lot of shows lately, but. I like Baltimore with Ray Lewis and Bullwair and Suggs. You had four or five guys. Reed. Ed Reed. Yeah. You know the Rams. I don't see that.
1: They had a lot I
2: mean, I mean, right. you're right about our guy, the former Bear, but can he duplicate it?
1: Right. We're going to find out. Yeah. We got more games to talk about college and pro best plays. Uh, and Luke Pergandi.
2: Oh God, prop swap. That's good. our guy.
1: What's hot on prop swap and propswap.com? We're going to find out when we come back next inside
0: the odds couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.
1: Welcome back inside the Odds Couple on this Friday, the first weekend of the NFL season. We're having so much fun. We're presented, as always, by Prop Swap. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFelco here on the ESPN Chicago app. Encore replay tomorrow morning, every Saturday morning. And how great is that now that football is back for your college and NFL fill? Eight to nine on ESPN 1000. Let's get out to the Corona hotline and say hi to, well, one of our favorite guests. He joins us every week. One of the founding partners of Prop Swap, Chicago's very own Luke Pergandy. Oh, what's
4: Luke? up, Luke? Luke, the Prop up, boys? Swap is back. We made it. We, we made it. Made it
1: we made it guys football's back great way to ring in the uh the year last night with a very exciting game and over a cover for the uh the cowboys but it was a thrilling game um we've seen you know we always say that it's a war of attrition in the nfl right maybe more than any other sport i mean injuries are always a part of sports in the nfl they happen fast and furious and they can be debilitating for a team the season hasn't even started luke and the ravens have been ravished with injuries. I mean, they've lost, uh, what, three running backs in the last 10 days or so. Oh, and one of their best corners is now also out for the season with a torn ACL. They lose Marcus Peters yesterday. What is that doing to the maybe shift uh, of power in what could be a very competitive division in the AFC North this year?
4: Yeah, I think the notion before these injuries was that Baltimore was going to run through that division, as they kind of had the past few years, no one's really been able to figure out their rushing attack. Like, do you stack the box? Do you drop four? You know, it's just been such a confusing situation for defensive coordinators to figure out Lamar Jackson's rushing attack. And he's had a decent running back. obviously ever Mark Ingram last year? He's always – and, you know, J.K. Dobbins turned on in the second half of the season. Gus Edwards played well. Uh, and now they have none of them. <laughs> So uh, it is going to be interesting for AFC North opponents to try and figure it out. And what we've seen across is people are buying up Baker Mayfield to win MVP, Cleveland Browns to win the Super Bowl. Um, it seems like people are kind of getting off the Ravens train and getting on to the Browns because we don't really know what's going on in Pittsburgh. There's mixture of views on that. It seems like it's going to be Cleveland or Baltimore owning that division. And now money's coming in on Cleveland with these injuries in Baltimore.
2: Well, you know what, Luke. Uh, me and B are gonna jump in on prop swap. Uh, we're gonna pick a couple uh, uh, teams, uh, either over or under the total. What I'd like you to do is just tell us simply what uh, you know. For instance, me and B will have to do after the show's over. I'm gonna, I'll give everybody one team I'm taking already. I'm gonna take the under San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do people do? They just get on the prop swap site, they register, and then boom, you buy your ticket.
4: Yep. Yeah, so just like a sports book or you know eBay or subub, It takes you 35 seconds to register, right. pop in your credit card, and you can buy whatever is for sale. And obviously, we're posting tickets from Nevada and Mississippi and New sure. Jersey and Pennsylvania, and all these different legal gambling states. Uh, and then as soon as you buy that ticket, you can resell it. That's kind of the key difference between us and a sports right. book, is that all the bets we make on DraftKings, FanDuel, Rivers, like you can't sell that. But every purchase you make on PropSob, you can immediately sell it. You can sell it in a month. Whenever you'd like to get off that, we allow for that.
1: For the first time in a while, uh, things are looking up for UCLA. Iowa off to a great start after thrashing mm-hmm. uh, Indiana. Uh, our, you know Clemson goes down, Georgia with a big win. Are, are we seeing already tickets being bought and sold and posted you know, with guys either looking to find uh, an edge right now early in the college football season on some potential championship odds? Are we looking at guys trying to dump stuff or make some money on stuff? If you had a Georgia ticket after that big win now and they move all the way up to second in the country, are we already seeing some hot action on the college football
4: landscape, Luke? Definitely, yeah. We've seen a bunch of people dump Clemson tickets. You know, the problem with Clemson is that playing in that that conference, it's just difficult to have a marquee win. Mm. So when you drop that game and get the doors blown off by Georgia, like it makes it very difficult to bounce back and get back in that college football playoff. So I don't know. I, I don't see how Clemson climbs back in after that route. Um, well, they may not in, lose
2: another game, though. That's the thing. It, they and may if, not. Yeah. And
4: if Georgia
2: loses or, for some reason, Alabama stubs their toe, because I think Clemson's one of those teams, and I understand what you're saying about the schedule in the league, Luke. I Believe me. But they're allowed to lose a game. I think. I don't think there's a lot of other teams besides Alabama, Clemson, maybe Oklahoma, Ohio State yeah. that are allowed to lose one game. I right. think Clemson's one of them, don't you?
4: Yeah, I, that. I mean, that's fair for sure. Uh, my point is that just playing in that conference is just so difficult to mm-hmm. come back with a marquee win, right. as opposed to an SEC team. Like you lose one game as an SEC team, your conference is riddled with, you know, super important games. You can mm-hmm. kind of show the to get back in the CFP and show that. But um, with a team like Punds, it's just more difficult. But I agree. They're not dead. Uh, I just didn't like the fashion in which they lost either. The scoring, you know, I don't think they had a touchdown.
1: They did not. Yeah, they did not. They looked bad. Not an offensive touchdown in that game. All right, before we let you go real quick, we're a couple weeks out from the Ryder Cup. Uh, That'll be, there'll be a ton of action, ton of tickets, right? I mean, all the way through that weekend on Prop Swap.
4: Absolutely, yeah. The golf has just been crazy. Like as we talked about, like when we started this website, we never thought so many golf bets would get posted for sale. But it's been crazy—the growth of that sport. And I think gambling on golf is only going to grow. It's just fun. It's you can and especially with our platform, like you can get in and out every day, every every hole. You can be buying and selling. So we're kind of. Uh, the prop swap platform kind of lends itself to golf.
1: Especially a format like the Ryder Cup. That's going to be fun in a couple weeks, so make sure everybody checks that out. Download that app uh, or go to PropSwap.com today. Luke, have a great weekend. Enjoy the first weekend of the NFL. We'll talk to you next Friday, buddy.
4: Thanks, guys. Go Bears. I think I'm going to be at the Bears game in L.A. So, oh, uh, nice.
2: Oh, Luke, with the I, stars.
1: We, I know. <laughs> I,
2: we want an
4: update on
1: that $5 billion stadium yeah. next week, okay?
4: Yeah, I know. I know. It looks nice. It looks great. See, All
2: right. See Luke. you, buddy.
1: Wow! I got it. There's Luke Pergandi from Prop Swap. Yeah, let's. I want to go see what five Bill can buy you, Mike. I mean, five billion for that stadium.
2: Well, if you want to see what five, uh, what not spending five Bill can buy you, go to Soldier Field. <laughs> That's all you have to do. <laughs> I mean, my God! I mean, everybody's got these upgrades. I mean, Atlanta, for instance, oh, yeah. they've had three stadiums, like baseball stadiums, and, and we build one, and we everybody starts falling all over themselves, one in 80 years, like like uh, the, the new, uh, whatever it is, uh, the Sox Stadium now. I right, mean, come yeah. on.
1: Guaranteed rate.
2: Guaranteed yeah.
1: rate. I mean, guaranteed rate's 30 years old at this point. You believe
2: well, how old's that for United for- Center now? Uh, the, I want
1: to say '94 was yeah. the '94-'95 season. I mean, that's coming up on Listen,
2: 30 years. We're slow on building stadiums. In, in, in this is the honest to God truth, folks. Th- that stadium, the United Center, will be going to it in 60 years. Well, not me, but our grandchildren, <laughs> and they'll be going. Boy, this stadium's getting old, and we'll just keep going there. You know what I mean? Because it's the house that Jordan built. The
1: Bears need to build their own stadium so we could finally get a Super Bowl, Mike. It's as simple as that.
2: Oh, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I just don't believe that they're gonna buy Arlington either. I don't know what's gonna happen there. I just can't believe it. You know, I'm sure they've had opportunities before. Now it's the best time to try it. I know they've you know, they've reserved some surveys and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That might be off for show. Sure, but there's no doubt. If if I owned that football team, okay, mm-hmm. I the first my I would pay for it myself if I could. Yeah. And that's it. It's simple as that. Put a dome in it, and yes. that's it. And then have shows all year round.
1: Yeah, have a college football championship. Oh, Have come a final on. four. Have a Super Bowl. Have the whole thing. Pay
2: for it. pays for itself. Look at Jerry Jones. I know best deal he ever made. Best
1: deal, and that stadium's spectacular. Of course, and even that stadium's uh, over a decade old now, but it's just, and it was so state of the art and so cutting edge. When Jack
2: Kent Cooke. I'll never forget. He was on my on my show a couple mm-hmm. times. Great guy, wise guy. He says, yeah, what are you, a 55-miler? You talk too fast, you know, and stuff like that. He was one of the forebears. He bought his own stadium. For the Redskins That's back right. in the day, and when he owned the LA Kings,
1: visionary baby.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: Uh, we got more games to talk about. NFL, college. I mean, there's so much happening. We got a full weekend of NFL. There's even uh, some interesting baseball stories and some big series this weekend. So, Mike and I are cruising along. Lots to still talk about, including our best plays before we're out of here. So, don't go anywhere, folks. We're coming right back with more great gambling talk. Getting you set for this full, uh, first full weekend of the NFL season here
0: on the Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000 or stream it on the all new ESPN Chicago app.
1: along on The Odds Couple, opening weekend of the NFL season, lots of games to talk about. Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with you each and every week, presented by PropSwap here on the ESPN Chicago app. So let's talk about more games as we work our way through week number one. A team I like to bounce back after going 7-9 and, and missing the playoffs last year, the New England Patriots, Mike. I've told you about that. I made a wager at uh, plus 110 of the Patriots to make. The playoffs this year, again, another team playing in a much better division than it's been in years past. The Bills are legit. The Dolphins are on their way up. And it's Dolphins-Pats in New England in week one. It's Mack versus Tua. It's Belichick versus Flores. I think there's some great angles, some great storylines. You envision the Patriots bouncing back this year.
2: I'll tell you what. Miami for some reason they're getting only three. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of weight to carry for a rookie, Mac, Mac Jones. And you know, I, I hope this won't turn out to be a nightmare for Bear fans. That that they moved up and then that the, the guy behind Justin Fields ends up becoming a stud. Right. Okay. But but I'm sorta of leaning. I wouldn't be a pick. It might be a Sunday bet for me if I get more information. I'm sort of leaning Miami. Okay. I mean, the kid, I look, he might be turn out to be all that. Um, I think they were counting on Cam Newton, but the COVID thing struck again for him. He had trouble with the playbook, apparently. Right. Jones knew heard. it better than him. Yeah. Uh, so I think they soured on him. But Jones looked good, too. We'll see what happens. But, man, you talk about uh, baptism under fire mm. and a rookie – once again, folks, and I say this about Fields too. That wasn't pick one, two, or three in the quarterback derby. He was five.
1: He was pick five.
2: That's right. Very true. Think about that.
1: Uh, make sure you follow Mike on Twitter at North to North. Oh, I get about out out. Yeah, always, always doing it. So make sure. Except
2: you Colorado, San Francisco. What's wrong with Colorado? Damn you guys can't let him score four runs in one inning. Shame on you. Sam. Ninth inning, shame.
1: That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh, <laughs> Buffalo, an interesting game. Speaking of the AFC East. Uh, you've got uh, Buffalo at home laying six and a half to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Now, normally, you know Mike Tomlin getting points. My goodness, we uh, lick our chops. Mike Tomlin uh, as an underdog since 2007 as head coach of the Steelers. How about 23, 11, and two against the number when he's getting a field goal or more? And that's the case this weekend. They've won 17 of those 36 games outright. You know what scares me a little about just jumping on with this one, though? Buffalo? Buffalo.
0: That's it. <laughs> You're right. And,
1: and what they did to them last year. I mean, they really – now, I think Najee Harris will help the running game. Uh, Pittsburgh went in there last year. They couldn't even rush for three yards of carry. But, you know, Buffalo kind of kind of manhandled them, Mike. And Pittsburgh's trying to remake this offensive line. You've got 60% of that line that's played two years or less in the league. Two new starters on that O-line. So, Buffalo
2: could push them around again this game. They could. They could. They could win the game by six. I mean, Pittsburgh's getting six and a half. This was a no-play game for me. This got action on both sides as far as uh, all the stats that I was looking up here. Uh, But if I had to lean, I would probably take Buffalo on the money line. Hey, Big Ben, can he do it again? Hey, maybe. And Tomlin, let me just say this. He's never had a losing season. It's amazing, right? Never. Right. And think about that because he's had a lot of, de- but he's always had quarterback consistency except yeah. the one year, and he still didn't have a losing season.
1: I know they're playing Mason Rudolph, right? And
2: who, uh, they, so, I mean, so this is a good test. But I expect, look, if you're Buffalo and you're you're clamoring for the next step, you can't lose this game.
1: Yeah, you can't to, to start the season at home. You fans can't. back in the stadium at home. Yeah. It's true. You yeah.
2: can't lose this game if you're all that Josh Allen with the extension. You got more depth. Your defense is outstanding. May we worry about the running game a little bit? Maybe. But if you're all that, you win this game.
1: Yeah, and the run, the lack of a running game might not even matter. I mean, it didn't but last it year. But it
2: might, do Carm. You know that. Yeah. Not everybody's Tom Brady and even know, LaDak. But
1: it didn't really matter last year. I mean, Brian Dable and the Bills threw it as much as anybody, yeah, more yeah. than anybody last
2: year. And in, in, in clement weather, yeah, uh, you know, they're going to need – look, at the end of the day, you need good – your D's got to get turnovers, and you got to have running at the end of the day in the playoffs to get far. So we'll see what happens. But if you're serious about – and if Buffalo has been hyped to this point, you can't lose to pittsburgh on opening you can't
1: i'm gonna give everybody a reminder if you are on buffalo if you're all in and mike and i get it it's cool yeah i mean i think there are a lot of interesting wagers it. about buffalo i'm season-long wagers you know potentially having the best yep. record if you think they're going to win the super bowl this year back up that bet like for example on points bet you can make a wager first time super bowl winner you'll get plus 350 odds on that Ooh, this year gosh. so if you like buffalo double up. So you might have a 10 to 1, 12 to 1 ticket on Buffalo, you might as well put another 50 or 100 down on first time Super Bowl winner because that both those bets would cash then. So make sure you that's the yeah. beauty of all the legalized gambling.
2: And the beauty of this too is unlike San Francisco where if you lose Garoppolo there's a drop at least you got a second stringer that if he won't replace Josh Allen, but he's been a starter in the league. So if you bet a season's total over, you still got a shot. Buffalo, that's why they got the, the insurance policy, and they are still – deep once again though Carmen and I have talked about this we'll find out if if they lose this game then you and I start pointing to the COVID stuff yeah. from week from five weeks ago we'll when see. we brought
1: it up uh by the way I, I am going to agree for the first time ever with Mike on Mitch Trubisky probably Mike's right yeah I might not be a huge Mitch Trubisky fan but if he had to play for a month oh yeah you, you could probably go three you'll and one. do well I mean like that's where Mitch is going to survive and thrive I think in yep. this league. Is a scenario like that where it wouldn't be now if Josh Allen were to get lost for the year I think that's a different story. But if Mitch had to play three or four games, I think Mike's right. I think they can Weather the storm with Mitch. Well, what I have well is
2: I don't know if I still have a bet with Paulie Howard uh, on Vincent, but the Love bet Paulie. I I made with them last year was basically if if Al, since because they don't like Trubisky, you know they're like, right, they like yeah. they not the, want the 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 media that doesn't like him nationally. <laughs> and I said to him, you know what, if Buffalo go if Allen goes down, I say I said the Bears, I mean excuse me, Trubisky, if he plays five games, okay, they'll still make the playoffs. Yeah. I think you're right. Because the rest of the team's talented, too.
1: And the play caller's great.
2: And, oh, absolutely. I, I and that's right. where Trubisky, I'm going to call now, is going to end up going. Wherever that guy goes, based on, of course, this all could derail real quick if Pittsburgh beats him the first game. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, people are wondering, is this a mirage? But I don't think it is.
1: By the way, a quick shout-out to T.J. Watt. Did you see Adam Schefter's tweet from yesterday? I know T.J. signed finally. He's, is, yeah, he
2: just went in. This yeah. is the
1: tweet. He says, T- uh, Steelers offensive linebacker T.J. Watt overruled his agents, who believe they can get more money today, marched into the office of Steelers president Art Rooney and told him they had a deal. Then yeah. the NFL's newest high-paid defensive player excused himself and announced he had to go work out. <laughs> yeah, Sounds like a T.J. Watt kind of thing, right? Well,
2: I did the same thing, yeah, but right. yeah. uh, I, just, I didn't have an agent either. I marched into Dan Mason's office, and the rest is history. But you, what? you know what? I love the fact that he did that. He's a no-nonsense guy. Hey, you either want to pay – look, I'll take the deal. He's a Midwestern kid. Come on. It's a beautiful life, you know. Boy, those
1: brothers can play, man. Can't yes, the guy brothers, the Bosa, oh, bro- here, the Bosa brothers,
2: o'clock. and the Watt brothers. It's
1: like, oh, good lord. I mean, yeah,
2: that, that. I mean, think about that. Well, what's in
1: the, the the stock for crying out loud? I mean, the what? The gene pool is strong,
2: Mike. Well, be. the Watt. The Watt guys are serious, man.
1: I mean,
2: they want to start wrecking havoc at 3 in the morning. I
1: think they do. You're right. They want to
2: get up and start jumping up on tables and everything at 4.30. Put 350 pounds on the barbell and just curl it with one arm. The bosses
1: are the same way. Oh, yeah. When we come back, we'll get some ponies with our guy Jim Miller. Jim, And we got a couple of big college games and some best plays to talk about. So don't go anywhere, folks. We are coming right back inside the Odds
0: Couple. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike Norris. On ESPN One Thousand, you're listening to the Odds Couple Friday nights at six, with a replay Saturday morning at eight. On ESPN One Thousand, Chicago's home for sports.
1: Entering the home stretch on the Odds Couple, presented by Pop It's Mike North, the birthday boy, and Carmen DeFalco with you each and every week. Here on the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. And before we get to our best plays and talk about a few more college and pro football games for week number one in the NFL, let's get some ponies as we always do with our main man from Hawthorne. He's one of the best handicappers in the country. Follow him on Twitter at Hawthorne
3: Jim. He is Jim Miller. Jimmy! Jimmy! Boys, it was a good week last week, a win in two second-place finishers out of three wow. across-the-board horses, so making some money, getting ready for NFL Week 1.
1: We've been building it up for this moment. Yeah. The NFL is back. College football last week. The NFL is here this week. A great time not only to enjoy the harness racing while it lasts. we got about three weekends left, and then, of course, the track will switch over for the thoroughbred meet. But this is the best time of year, Jimmy, because the weather is nice at night in September, the horses are racing, and now you've got the book open, the Points Bet sports book. Games will be on, and people can be wagering, right?
3: Well, that's the cool thing about it. You can sit there during the day. You can wager on football games. You can wager on horses throughout the course of the day. During the Sunday night game, you're going to be able to watch the beloved live, well-live horse racing taking place, too. So you got a three-hour game. You can bet on some horses in between. It just it all works so well together, Carm.
2: You know, I remember uh, when I used to go to Vegas on a frequent basis, and even, uh, you know, the, the race part of the sports book was always loaded and it had the same type of players, Jimmy, and they had a lot of regulars. How are you as far as regulars go over there? Because that seemed to be – the books would always tell me, forget about the football because it's gone for a long time. It's the the horse racing that keeps us alive, especially during the day.
3: Well, and the thing about it too, Mike, is Hawthorne, as you know, is a little bit more of a blue-collar type of racetrack. So you get those guys there – that really do take advantage, especially of the weekends for coming out during the weekend and placing those wagers. But there's guys that I've seen. I've been in Hawthorne for 25 years. There's guys I've seen there almost every single day over the course of 25 years. So it is. It's that lifeblood that does kind of keep you going. And now it's exposing them to sports betting. It's taking the guys that are betting on the sports, exposing them to horse racing to get that crossover. But man, the regulars are there. They're very supportive and they love the racing in Hawthorne for sure.
1: So are we sticking with the hometown track, or are we going somewhere else for this weekend, Jim?
3: Man, home cooking. Home cooking oh, was good to us last cooking. week, so let's stay home again. So three horses here to look at on Saturday night. Start in race number two with the one horse, Casa Miasa. Bet that one across the board. Inside draw has speed. Should be really tough. Race four, we'll bet the one Ashley's Joy across the board. Second time at the level, and this is a pretty easy bunch for that horse. And then in race six. Bet the four rain and shine across the board should come flying late. Let's see if we can make some money for Sunday, boys. I love it. So
1: bet all three of these horses a win, place, and show, folks, across the board. All three at Hawthorne Saturday night, the second race, the one horse, the fourth race, the one horse, and then in the sixth
3: race, the four horse, right? That's right. We'll get ready, build the bankroll, and make some money. Beautiful. Thanks, Jimmy. We'll talk to you next week. All right, boys. Take care. Jimmy!
2: Guy,
1: Jim Miller, love him. He's the best. Oh, Follow him on best. Twitter. At Hawthorne, Jimmy. He's been hitting the board constantly, too.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's been winning now the last two, three weeks right here on this show, folks. I love it.
1: Notre Dame had a little bit of a scare last week, Mikey. I mean, they had the big lead. They blew it. They didn't cover. They won the game in overtime when FSU missed a kick. Uh, Brian Kelly made a, a bad joke afterwards, <laughs> trying to well, first bring back I remember, John McKay.
2: <laughs> look, in honor of my birthday, I remember when John McKay said it. Okay.
1: It is a great line. So as soon,
2: yeah, but you got to it, deliver. It. Exactly. You need
1: the setup, Mike. You, you need, know, right? you got
2: to know how to deliver something. Exactly. That's part of the game. Don't start if you're going to steal something, steal it right. Don't leave any fingerprints. You know. <laughs> right. So yeah. he just delivered it absolutely badly. Now I will tell you this: last week I was one and two, one and one with the bonus play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, folks, I got it. Iowa State uh, and and uh, Arkansas. Okay, uh, but I got to tell you, I redeemed myself, and that's why Carmen tells you go to North to North. Yep. My call of the week was USC. USC. Yep. I put it on Twitter. I hoped Carmen yep. was going to see it. I hoped everybody I saw it. They beat the and it was close all the way through. Yeah. And they beat the crap out of them. So, yep. you know, it, it, it's just one of those deals where college is big right now. You don't know what's going to happen. I got some big games for tomorrow. We got some pro games uh, for today, uh, for, for coming up Sunday. It's going to be great. Yeah,
1: Notre Dame laying 17, by Notre- the way, against Toledo. I think the best thing that maybe I would stay
2: away that, from that game, I, Carm.
1: I probably would, too. I, if anything, I think Notre Dame will probably pull away a little bit late. And I think... You know, the fact that they let Florida State get back into that game probably keeps them pretty motivated to make sure that they play well against Toledo and you don't get caught you think that Brian Kelly
2: uh, will do the Gipper speech now? I don't, I don't know, maybe, late? maybe. Is he going to start copying everybody, every coach that ever ever came around? You might, I don't know. By the way, I'm, I'm all like, for my team's execution. It was one of the greatest quotes of all time, oh, I'm all for it.
1: it. I mean, it's just because the setup was so perfect and John McKay had that wit, and like he delivered it so perfectly. And
2: but, they were all in 26. Exactly.
1: You, you know, <laughs> you can't do do the joke without the setup, though, Brian. You that,
2: coach Notre Dame. The By problem. the way, they used to not let anybody break Rockney's record, but they look like they're going to let Brian Kelly do it. How about
1: it? Yeah, they. Yeah, might. Yeah, I'm very surprised
2: about that. No, kidding. Era Parsegi and all these guys. Lou it's Holtz. time for you to walk. Yeah, time to yeah, go. Time to go. All of a sudden, Brian Kelly with the red, red nose right. and the bad jokes is right there he's, for everybody.
1: He's going to be there forever. That's it. Um, I loved your play. The bonus, one of the bonus plays, Mike just told you on Carmen and Yurko was Iowa State. Um, minus the four, four and a half. Look, I was on Iowa last week. I- Iowa looked great. Yeah, um, I got
2: killed in that game.
1: I, I think Iowa State's really good. I- this is the first time ever these two teams are you know, uh, ranked this high when they're meeting. I think Iowa State is hungry to win this game, Mike. They've lost four in a row in the rivalry. The place is going to be packed. They, of course, didn't play because of they COVID. They got to get over year. that hurdle. I, I talked
2: about it on Carmen Yurko. And I, I think you're right. I think you they got to get, get over it. that hurdle. Yeah. We couldn't beat Pats early and then. Once we got more experience, we did when we played them. But if the rivalry heightens everybody, you know, yeah, it
1: totally does in and a I,
2: bad way sometimes. I,
1: and I like Campbell's numbers in this spot. Matt Campbell at Iowa State is fifteen and eight against the number against ranked opponents. I just think they're well coached. I think they're a really good team. Iowa Iowa's well, they get the I tight end well
3: back, coached, wouldn't you
2: say? They play? are.
1: They, are, you know, I think this will be a good game. I kind of feel like I an didn't under... think
2: Indiana would get their brains beat in that bad.
1: Yeah, it's like we're you know they
2: got killed.
1: I mean a couple of pick 6s in the first half that's yeah. you know
2: Well that quarterback brutal Yeah enjoy the Canadian league if you if you're lucky yeah. and Or I think, Lakeshore Park.
1: And I think his knee is still on his mind yeah. a little. Like, there were a couple times where I felt like he could run for a first down, and he didn't. And, yeah. You know, I think uh, coming off the knee injury probably had something to do with it. All right, let's give out some of our best plays. We, we've got some college, and pro we like. Oh. Where do you want to start, buddy? Uh,
2: okay. I got a cornucopia of picks, and that's the problem. Last year, if you remember, folks, I got in trouble and 9 early. Had to go 70% the rest of the way, way to get 64% total. But uh, I'm going to go off first. You know, I... I know Teddy Bridgewater is the big story right now. I know that Danny Dimes isn't the big story. A lot of people don't believe in him, but it came out New York Giants over Denver. Giants That's over my, Denver. All get right. take the uh, take, take the number plus 3 is as, as of now, but whatever, just take the Giants uh, it, it just came out. I was I was shocked sort of cuz I was sort of leaning before I do these I I I, I put in my head who I think's going to win mm-hmm. and I'm pr- surprised. I I was sort of leaning Denver, and it sounds like you sounded surprised, too, with the Giants.
1: A little bit, but all right. I mean, hey, if it grades out that way, trust the system. I'll go with it. Giants plus the points. I'm going to give you a total in college. Probably the best game is the Oregon-Ohio State game. 100,000 will be packing the shoe. You know that place is going to be going nuts. Ryan Day has not lost a home game yet. Now, I'm not going to talk about the side here, just the total. It is 63. I like the over. C.J. Stroud's touchdown passes in the second half last Thursday night against Minnesota. 38 yards, 56 yards, 70 yards, 61 yards. They can score at will. They can strike at will. I think Oregon's going to move the ball, too. I like the over 63 in the Oregon-Ohio State game.
2: Yeah, that's a nice one. I like that one. I got one here, folks. You know, look, I don't make these picks. My system does. You think I want to take Jameis Winston? <laughs> you think against Aaron Rodgers, against Aaron I want Rodgers. to take Jameis Winston.
1: In a neutral site?
2: Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, my God. I, I, they're getting four. Maybe they'll end up with four and a half. But uh, that's what they gave me? Saints. The it, The Saints. Plus the four. I keep hearing they don't have this guy. They don't have that guy. Thomas isn't going to be there. You got Camaro. Well, Camaro's Camaro's okay. It's up to Jameis Winston. You can't throw three interceptions, kid. So, please, keep the ball out of other people's hands. There you go. And and you know what? I'm tired of hearing what Sean Payton is a genius. Isn't Bruce Arians pretty good? He couldn't get it done there. I know. So, come on. There we
1: go. All right. Jameis in the Saints plus the points. I'll give you another underdog in the NFL that I like. Uh, While I do think the Cleveland Browns could be a little bit of a regression candidate, I like the spot for them in Arrowhead in week one. They covered as a a seven-and-a-half-point dog in KC in the playoffs last year. Uh, They had a bad turn of events go against them uh, right at the half where that game could have been a little bit different had it not gone against them. Cleveland had the third-most rushing yards and the fifth-most rushing touchdowns in 2020. They can run the ball. They've got a great line. I think they can pound it, control the clock a little bit, and Tyron Matthew might not play For the Chiefs this weekend. I think the Browns will keep it close. I think they have been very like, I love their approach to the season. They're they're not talking a lot, Mike. They're just a lot's expected of them. They've been quiet, and I think they want to go out and prove to everybody that they are legit. So I like their mindset. I like the Browns getting the six.
2: Okay, that's a great pick. And I'll tell you this. I don't really I'm going to get myself in the same jam I got in last year. Now I'm going to have a total of five games. Okay, so I I got to win a couple of these, you would think. Okay, I don't want to get off to another bad start. But let me ask you something. Is, is Deshaun Watson not He's playing. He's not playing, right? He's not playing. All right, so so wait a minute. Who's quarterbacking for Houston?
1: Tyrod Taylor.
2: And Houston's getting three, and it comes, this jumped off on me. I don't want to take it, but you ever have a game hey. th- that you're going to ignore, and then it ends up winning, and you want to kick yourself because you didn't take it? Absolutely. I got to give it out. Jacksonville.
1: Jayville, baby.
2: I mean, that's that's what I got here, and I'm just looking. I'm going, why is Houston only getting three? I mean, was that what Deshaun Watson really was worth? Is Tyrod Taylor going to just come out? Is Jacksonville's defense not good? Do they not believe in Urban Meyer? I think this Trevor Lawrence kid's going to come out smoking.
1: j the play. Love yep. it. I'll give you one more two. I'm gonna lay uh, three yeah, with the Seahawks. I know look we got us. a lot of I yeah, better not have one. to
2: get the shovels out in the line. I
1: mean, believe me, I know it. Um, I'm I'm gonna play uh, I'm gonna play Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll in this spot because they've been money in the bank here. Uh, they've won mm-hmm. twelve of their last thirteen playing breakfast football. I mean they've obliterated the old uh, Yeah, it you know, doesn't teams. matter. It doesn't matter to them. No. since twenty eleven, they're seventeen and seven straight up in the early window. They're laying a field goal. Uh, at Indy. The way they started last year, I can envision them starting this year. They got the new offensive coordinator. They got some of the things that Russell Wilson was asking them to do for him. They averaged 416 yards and 35 and a half points per game in their first four games last season. I think they're going to come out of the gate strong again. Carson Wentz missed a ton of time in this preseason Mm -hmm. between injury and COVID, not to mention Quentin Nelson and Eric Fisher are banged up. I'm gonna lay the three with the Seattle Seahawks.
2: I'm surprised weekend. the total's fifty. That's pretty high. I know for right? Seattle and yeah. Indy. You know that's a suggestion. I, I come day game day. I might take the over in that. I'm not making it an official pick. There we go. You know, but a uh, great board. It was a great. great it's a great board early, and then you know, let's just hope to God. You know that uh, we get some lucky breaks. We start off to a good start like the odds couple always does. But we gave out a ton of games, folks. We're the place to come to, believe me. And, you know, if you don't like our pitch, you can always fade us. You
1: can fade us, absolutely. Uh, good luck, everybody. Enjoy the first weekend of the NFL and the second weekend of the college slate. It's going to be fun. We'll be back with you next week. Mikey, happy birthday.
0: Thanks, buddy. Have a
1: wonderful birthday weekend. Thanks to Randy Merkin and Tyler Rocky, Of course, thanks to uh, Prop Swap and Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller. And uh, we'll see everybody next Friday for another edition. All right, So bud?
0: long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on
1: ESPN 1000.